Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today in Web 3. Today, we're going to be talking about BlackRock's so-called, in air quotes, spot Bitcoin ETF. You're wondering why I put it in air quotes. We're going to talk about that in a second. But first, I just want to talk to you about this podcast. You're probably wondering why it's not daily. Why did I miss last week? Well, here's the thing. This is the fourth time that I am building a podcast in the space within the last seven years. My first one, as you know, Crypto 101, I sold. The second one, I produced for somebody else. The third one was the Decrypt Daily, which we did for over three years and about 850 episodes. Um, and there's a lot of finagling with the editors and Decrypt and so on and so forth that changed the show quite a bit over the over the course of those three years. Some in positives and some in negatives. And you know what? After the change to GM, the name GM, which I absolutely hated, um, I, I kind of decided to just go. And then when I made... Today in Web3, a lot of people came over from the Decrypt Daily, but only a fraction, maybe one-fifth, one-sixth, one-seventh of the people that were listening to the Decrypt Daily came over to listen to Today in Web3. A lot of people were just wondering where I went because maybe they missed an announcement or an episode or so on and so forth, so they didn't know where I went. And so this show, when I try to do a daily with YouTube now, you know, after four months, we only had 170 subscribers on YouTube. We're getting dozens of watches, dozens of views. The podcast was still doing okay with three, four, five hundred listens per episode, but it wasn't the same. And I was really struggling since I now wasn't getting paid from Decrypt, and I was doing absolutely pro bono for everything, and still working daily to make this content, and now even working more, it's turning into a 40, 50 hour a week job for free. It was quite daunting, kind of depressing. And so I decided just to take a step back and kind of reflect on what I really want to do. I started working on other podcasts and other things that I wanted to do. If you're on YouTube right now watching this, you're wondering where my camera is. Well, my camera and my equipment is actually in another place. I built a studio somewhere else in the county and all my equipment's over there. And so um, I don't want to record with my webcam here at home. And so I'm not recording my video. I'm just going to put some pictures here for you to look at. And to wrap that all up into that we're still in a bear market and not many new people are coming into this space and looking for podcasts to get information. You know, we're not growing that fast. And so I really want to take a step back 
figure out what I really want to do, focus on other projects. But at, when I was doing that, I also said, hey, you know what? I kind of miss doing the daily show. I'm getting lost in the news. I'm not really up to date myself. I know there's a lot of people wondering where I went and I feel that I let you down and I want to say I'm sorry. But at the same time, I need to figure things out for myself. And so after the election, I started working on my health. That was number one. Toward the end of the election, I wasn't working out like I should. Now I'm back in the gym five to six days a week. I've improved my deadlift to well over 400 pounds. My bench is about 245. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. Getting stronger, getting fit again. And so now I want to figure out what I want to do with podcasting and YouTube and crypto and, and today in Web3 and try to figure out if there's actually an audience for the product that I'm producing or do I have to pivot and change? You can let me know. You can reach out at bookings at todayinweb3.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at todayinweb3.com. You can DM me on Twitter. I'd love to hear your opinions. But I just wanted to let you know what I'm doing with my life, what's going on with the podcast and the YouTube channel, because I owe it to you. Anyway, you can reach out to me anytime. Now let's get into today's topic, which is BlackRock's ETF 101. So as you know, we have somewhat of a Bitcoin ETF mania. This mania caused Bitcoin and the whole market to turn right back around. Bitcoin is up around 20% in seven days. And this is even after the lawsuits from the SEC on Coinbase and Binance, which basically tanked the market and tanked a lot of coins that people were calling and considering securities. I will say this is positive, definitely positive, but also raises some eyebrows. We're going to get into that in a minute. But first, what are we talking about? Everybody's asking the same question. Is this BlackRock Bitcoin ETF the real deal? Is this finally the one? And this BlackRock Bitcoin ETF, in air quotes again, we're going to get into that in a minute, is a different animal than anything else we've seen before. When we were talking about something like Van X Bitcoin ETF, you know, they only have something like $60 billion, only $60 billion of assets under management. Well, BlackRock is the biggest asset manager in the world with $10 trillion of assets under management. And it's slightly under, honestly, it's like 9.5, but we're going to round it up for the sake of easy math. The two other largest are Vanguard and Fidelity with 7.2 and 4.5 respectively. Now, the other interesting thing here is not only are they the biggest asset manager, but when it comes to their ETF listing record, they are batting, <laughs> I mean, they're basically batting a perfect record. 575 out of 576 Basically, every single one of its ETF applications received the commissions, the SEC's blessing. But while we're saying, yay, they have 575 wins and only one loss, we should be looking at why they had that one loss. So what happened with that one loss they had was they were trying to create a non-transparent ETF that would not be required to disclose their holdings daily. And it's a departure from the current requirement for an active ETF. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. 
But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The SEC expressed concerns about the ability of the market maker to effectively trade these non-transparent ETFs without daily disclosures, potentially leading to a wider bid-ask spread and significant deviations from the net asset value, especially during times of market stress. And because of this loss, and I want to just point this out, because of this one loss, I think that they have a better insight to how to turn this one loss into a win. And market manipulation and lack of transparency in certain aspects is a huge reason why a Bitcoin ETF, a Bitcoin spot ETF, has never been approved. And so they're taking a different route with this. And their different approach is kind of following the Albert Einstein, Einstein insanity quote, which is insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. They're not just going to file for a spot Bitcoin ETF like so many people have done in the past and yet so many failed. So how many has failed? Well, we have Global X failed, Cryptoin failed, Fidelity Wise Origin failed, First Trust Skybridge Capital with the Mooch failed. Nidig, Stone Ridge failed, One River failed, Galaxy Digital failed, Grayscale failed to convert their GBTC Bitcoin trust into a spot Bitcoin ETF, and Van Eck failed. And so they're not going to do this again. Again, they don't want to be part of the insanity. So what did they do? Well, they're not filing for a spot Bitcoin ETF, even though everybody's calling it, and it's going to act pretty much like a spot Bitcoin ETF. They filed for a trust, which is definitely different than an ETF, according to Anthony Papliano. He said, many people will say the ETF and the trust are similar, and they're correct. But these products are technically different, especially around regulatory approvals. But the end result for the investor are similar. In the grayscale Bitcoin trust, you can't redeem from the fund. This new BlackRock trust that you can redeem from. It's a big win for investors if it happens. Obviously, the biggest development would be for a true Bitcoin spot ETF to be put forward and approved by the SEC. However, this is going to be just okay and act very similarly. As Pomp said, we won't know because this is not a spot Bitcoin ETF. I don't think BlackRock files without having confidence they'll be approved as a trust. And the problem with a trust, like Grayscale's Bitcoin trust, is that it occasionally trades higher or lower than the value of the underlying asset. And it's sometimes substantially higher or lower. And the issue with Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, it's been trading hands at a huge discount, currently about 40%. And so this new application, this new trust, will give the largest asset manager on the planet access to a spot-like Bitcoin ETF, allow them to place some percentage of their $10 trillion of assets under management into Bitcoin. Also, any institutional investors or any institutions that want to take advantage of this as well can also put money into Bitcoin, redeemable daily. Well, after BlackRock filed this trust slash spot Bitcoin ETF, well, the flood came in to other filings from companies, including Invesco LTD, and it's renewed its application for the physically backed Invesco Galaxy Bitcoin ETF. Then Wisdom Tree did as well. Days before that, Bitwise also filed plans for a Bitcoin ETF. 
I have not been able to determine if they are following the BlackRock structure for the Bitcoin ETF slash trust, or if they're still trying to hammer down the door of the Bitcoin spot ETF. That's yet to be seen. But here's the thing. What if BlackRock succeeds? Well, again, $10 trillion. And if they only put 1%, which a lot of people say, just put 1% of everything you're investing into Bitcoin, just, just to do that. It's only 1%. Only 1% from them is 100 billion dollars and if we have the top three asset managers make their own bitcoin trust slash etf or even use blackrock's etf and put one percent in that's going to be 10 trillion plus 7 trillion plus 4 trillion or 21 trillion and one percent of that is 210 billion dollars moving bitcoin up to around fifty thousand dollars just by exposure of one percent of the top three asset managers and that's not including anybody else that wants to get ahead of that rise. Cameron Rikovos said this, The great accumulation of Bitcoin has begun. Anyone watching the flurry of ETF filings understands the window to purchase pre-IPO Bitcoin before ETFs go live and open the floodgates, and it's closing fast. He concludes by saying, Bitcoin was the most obvious and best investment of the previous decade. Now, some of the conspiracy theories that people are saying right now is that this is very much planned. The SEC came out and sued Coinbase and Binance. And regulatory bodies across the world, across the globe, are continuing to hammer down on Binance. Basically, get Binance out, and we will promise you Bitcoin will succeed. This is what I'm hearing. Now, Coinbase, on the other hand, they have to deal with the other altcoins or shitcoins or securities or commodities or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> digital assets on their platform. Gary Gensler of the SEC so much said that, hey, everything but Bitcoin and Ethereum are good to go. And BlackRock's new spot slash trust ETF will be using and utilizing Coinbase's platform as custodial, as a custodian. So is this a move to corner the Bitcoin market for the United States to basically get all institutional money start flowing into Bitcoin? Is it the exponential parabolic move of Bitcoin rising when institutional money comes in, pushing it past the $100,000 range, going to the possible million that everybody's been waiting for? Is this the monumental impact of tokenization that BlackRock is talking about? Personally, I think when BlackRock talks about tokenization, they're basically just talking their books. But <laughs> hey, if BlackRock wants to talk, talk the books and something that we have exposure to, go right ahead. Talk away. Anyway. That was our BlackRock Bitcoin Spot Trust ETF 101. There's a lot of interesting moving parts right now with a lot of conspiracy, a lot of backdoor dealings, a lot of positioning for a potential amazing financial future and secure future of Bitcoin. I'm very excited to see how this plays out over the next year, but this is only the tip of the iceberg because I promise you, that the world's largest asset manager with 10 trillion, I gotta keep saying that number because that's absolutely insane. It's almost half of the United States GDP. This is a huge number. $10 trillion of assets under management. They are not gonna take no very lightly if there is a no. So maybe they'll just get a yes. I wanna say thank you for sticking with me. I'm, I'm on a journey myself. I know we all are. And I hope to keep doing this because I love doing the podcast. Didn't quite like YouTube that much, but that's because I was doing it all by myself and editing and planning for hours a day kind of sucks. Uh, if I had the team and resources, maybe we would have daily content on YouTube. But 
I got to figure out what we want to do with this show. Anyway, again, reach out to me, bookings at todayinweb3.com, and I will see you next time. Happy hodling, everybody. How does appreciation feel to you? A rising rush of warmth? A building wave of confidence? At Reward Gateway Eden Red, we know appreciation appreciates in value. Starting with people, radiating through companies to transform their performance and productivity. Capture the power of appreciation with our total employee experience platform. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.